Yo, so let me ask y'all this. What was a New Year's resolution that you decided to make that you knew good and well that you wasn't going to keep? I never really bothered to, like, dabble into that. I already know, like, it's it's just not going to happen. You could just start now if you're really going to do anything. Okay. Did you learn that, like, immediately, or was that something you learned after, like, trying and realizing it wasn't? Because, I mean, that sounds good, but is, was it good, like, after it failed a few times? And you're just like, eh, in all reality, like, is no, that something I, that, like, like... I never set one. Okay. All right. Y'all set one before? <laughs> you know, I, I've never really set a goal or resolution. Uh, it, I just didn't really believe in it myself, you know, in trying to come up with something that I thought that I could attain. Other than, of course, uh, perhaps losing a little weight, perhaps, or just being good, a better person, you know, for the next, the following new year. So uh, that's about it. Okay. Yeah. For me, I, I told myself I was going to, like, cut out pop and juice and just drink water for a whole year. Okay. That was supposed to be this year. Oh. Uh, it lasted about a good week. Yeah. I'm about to say I've seen I've seen plenty of pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. it, it lasted about a good week. Like, I told myself, like, I, I, like, I really believed. I'm like, yo, I want to drink better. I, w- I want to drink water. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cut down on alcohol, cut down on, like, uh, 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 juice and pop and all that stuff. It lasts mm-hmm. about a good week, bro. Yeah. I said this. When 2020, when 2020 began, I was like, this is my year for music. I was like, yeah, I got the plan. We was going to come out with the tape. Like, we was working on We was working every Saturday on it like that. Like, we, I was the, I don't remember, you remember the Saturday sessions we did like that? Those were, we were mm-hmm. doing those, like, constantly. And it was like, bet, we're going to drop this. I'm going to drop my tape summertime. Da, da, da. So like I don't know if I have a resolution resolution that failed, resolution that failed, but that was just like, you know, it was like January was hitting, bet February was hitting, we was getting like, and the songs were good too. We were sitting there like, yeah, it's gonna be great, and all of a sudden it was like, what's this coronavirus? <laughs> they said they got, they said they got somebody, 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 somebody eating a bat or something like that out in out in China or something. Uh, I don't whatever that whatever whatever that right right right. I remember like to this day where I was talking to. I was talking to my uh, like the residential like director guy at that one of the guys uh, on campus because I was here for spring break, and I talked to him on like Thursday, and we were just just I mean me and him were cool, so we just chopped it up in his apartment, and I was like, man, are you think gonna shut down the school and stuff like that? And he was like, man, honestly, I'm in these co- these conversations in these rooms and stuff like that. I wouldn't, I'll would be surprised if we because you know this, we just haven't talked about that yet, like it just hasn't been a thing for us. And I kid you not, I left that meeting and was walking back to my apartment, which is about like a five minute walk. About three minutes into that walk, I checked my phone. NBA, it's, it's like you know everything's canceled. The NBA, and that was the first thing that happened when everybody was like, "Oh, like this is legit." And yeah. so then, then, so then, like, long story short, NBA canceled, and about four days later is when the school announced, like, "Yeah, we're not coming back." And I was just like, "Yo," <laughs> like, and so the year, the year Cam, the year of music like that was just completely dead. So I mean, like, there's obviously the ones where like the, like the, oh, I'm gonna work out this year, and like you know those kind of failed too, but. That one was the one where I was like, yo, 2020 is it. It just sounded good. Like, 2020 sounds good. Yeah. Man, that was, that was sadly mistaken. Man, <laughs> sadly mistaken. Man, 2020 had a run. It felt like every day something was going on. Every month, 
And then that translated to 2021, the same thing. It's bro. like every single month or something was bro. going on. It was really just thinking about it today. I was like, yo, we're really about to hit like two years on this pandemic in a real way. Like, mm. not just like, oh, we're two. Like, no, like, like we about to hit two years. And like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Because it's just like, the, do you just remember the conversations where it was just like, yeah, we'd probably be like this for like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Everybody would think probably get back to normal like four weeks or something like that. I remember that. I remember when it was supposed to be just one month and like, on social media, everybody was doing their 30-day challenge or whatever because it was only supposed to be for 30 days. Yeah. Now look at us. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I felt, well, you know what made me sad, though, for real, was that I remember when, like, the, the it was, like, at 8 o'clock at night in my, like, parents' apartment complex. I went back to stay with them. Um, you, everybody, like, went out and made noise, and it was, like, to celebrate all, like, the essential workers, right? Mm-hmm. That thing, like, people lost gas, man. It was, like, every night at, like, 8 o'clock, and then by about, like, july like or august everybody just got just didn't, couldn't do it no more and i'm like man bro like they they still out there working bro and not hearing nobody make no noise for them they still got to go out and do this thing i'm like man. that's tough because yeah. people people really thought that was gonna that was gonna catch as long as this thing was done in like two months <laughs> <laughs> and you know two months ended it's like oh so absolutely man like this year we was able to be outside for the summertime right they let us out for the summer dude Know, right back in because like, yeah. we went out outside because we went outside go yeah, it was like recess you know yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, recess because shortly after that i mean here they come up with something else and it's like come on not not again you know yeah, yeah man that's it's that. so true that's so true summer was so fun just for it to go back to be like all right i feel like it was almost like a money grab it was like all right y'all can go outside for the summertime all right all right all right calm down go back inside man i miss yeah. it though COVID. That's, it really was like a tease too. It was like, oh yeah, we about to be back. Nah, yep. nah, bro. We looking at December and we still got masks and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, what I didn't realize too. Mm. I didn't realize that other states weren't as bad as Illinois and like like Illinois, California, and like New York are like the ones that are still like matched up legit and like everything's like still like going. Everywhere else is pretty like laid back, and I had no idea. I went to Indiana over sometime during the summer, I believe, like early fall. They don't care about masks, bro. Right. Like they just like I walked into a gas station. Yeah, I'm the only one with my mask on. Yeah, they looking at me like I'm weird. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like do y'all not know it's a pandemic going on? No, no, no. no. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. There's something I was about to say. It was like, yeah, it's just, it's just, I people talk about living here like 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 we're under uh like persecution sometimes, and I'm like, is it how is it bad over there? I'm like, like no, nah, I mean, I mean, like yeah, like the violence is cause, like you know what I mean, but everything's coming like, no, no, the masks. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what Yo, I was thinking. Yeah. Like every time somebody from out of town asks about Chicago, it's yeah. always like, oh man, it's so dangerous. Are you safe? Are you okay? No, but you're talking about masks. Yeah, <laughs> talking about masks. I was like, Yo, you, oh, you're serious. <laughs> well, hey, it is what it is. We'll laugh about this at some point, but for sure, you know, until then though. Yeah, until then. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Reset the Vibe Podcast. Um, so we got two guests with us today. Mm. All right, all right, ladies first. So we got returning guests. It's me, Sierra. Word, 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 word. <laughs> welcome back, Sierra, welcome back. And to my right, we have a a, a, a scholar, a gentleman. Ooh, mm. gentleman and a scholar. Oh, wow. 
A deacon. Oh, a oh, father. Oh, oh. Mm. Oh. A man of God, man. This, oh, you, you make him say, oh. oh it's, a, it's a lot of commas. You got a lot of commas under there, man. Nah, nah, nah. Look at all those titles. All mm. yeah. And that's not even all of them. Oh. No, it's not. But we can be out here all day, probably, you know, try to listen to them off. You probably got titles I don't even know about. But it's cool, though. It's all right. It's all right? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Okay. Uh, all right. Joining us today, special <laughs> guest, first time. Warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Marvin Wilson. Yo, yo, yo. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for the invite. Um, of course, this is something new and different uh, for me, but um, I'm going to roll with the punches. Whatever you throw at me, I'm going to see if I can catch it. Go ahead. Oh. Love to see it. We love to see it. And if <laughs> you can't tell the... The, you know the distinguished looks. You know what I mean. That's my that's my doppelganger over there. You know, you, you see it. You see it's it? so fazer. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. my dad, yo. That's my dad. Um, so, um, piggybacking off of New Year's resolutions, let's dive into this year a little bit, right? Um, first off. What, what has this year like, what's this year been like for y'all? Like post, well not post pandemic because we're still in the pandemic like we just talked about. But like, there's a lot of things going on. You know what I'm saying? For everybody. Second year of the pandemic, uh, you know, life changes and everything else like that. Lord willing, I'll be 30 in a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things. Hey. 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 Dirty 30. I'm something. Dirty 30. Yeah. <laughs> That's a loaded question, and you know that, bro. It is a loaded you question. You know that's a loaded it question. Is. I mean, there, there's, there's just so much. I mean, here it is, 21. We're about to embark upon 22, and we still have this uncertainty as to what is going to happen and how it's going to happen. Uh, 21 for me has been uh, up and downs in, in terms of uh, expectations. Like I say, we were talking earlier about uh, this pandemic. Uh, it's been. Uh, I re- let me put it, let me back up a little bit. I retired uh, mm. about a month. I mean, a, month, a year and a half. That's ago, good. Last September, and my expectations were to not immediately, but sort of like getting out and doing things, you know, differently, uh, uh, traveling, mm. perhaps getting another chance to get close to my grandchildren and, you know, my children, period. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things. And see, down here is like December already, mm-hmm. three weeks away from 22. And I haven't been able to do any of that. I haven't been able to uh, travel. It's kind of hard to get with family members because you don't want to jeopardize any type of transmission between no one. And it's just that I haven't been able to do any of that. You know, like I say, travel, getting closer to the grandchildren, although, I mean, I've seen them, sure. Uh, been uh, clo- getting closer to the children and just just thinking that uh, 21 is going to be, I mean, this was back 1920, I mean, 2020, thinking that 21 was going to be my year. I had already missed two birthdays as far as, you know, being quarantined, you know, quote, unquote, don't come out, don't do this, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, you know, 
things is going to change. But uh, it just seems like every time we get a new vision of things that's going to happen for the better, something grabs us and says, no, not yet. And from a spiritual aspect of it, I mean, you know, I don't want to get off in too much religion. Uh, of course, I don't know what he's going to come up with. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I am a believer that it's all in his hands, mm -hmm. okay? And these things that happens, we read about them in, in Bibles. Uh, you can hear about them on uh, any type of religion show, uh, people trying to predict this, trying to predict that, you know. But I'm just a firm believer that there is yet something to become and as we as I rather dig deeper into my faith I come to understand that uh, in God's own time he's going to sort all of this out yeah. and in the meantime we just have to be uh, continue to hold on to our faith continue to believe continue to have uh, compassion for humanity but we have to understand that these things is going to come upon us, okay? Trials and tribulations, and like I say, my thinking that when I retire, I'm going to get, you know, do this, do that, and it just hasn't happened yet. Sure, you're going to get frustrated, you know, but you have to hold on to your belief and your faith that things are going to get better. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't, you have to understand that it is not in your hands but it's in his hands. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying that 21 has been up and down for me as far as uh, personally want to do things that uh, I think would enhance, or should I say, uh, get closer, you know, to my loved ones and so forth and so on and traveling. That hasn't happened, but I'm not giving up. I think these things is going to uh, just take time. So I'll leave it at I'll leave it at that. Yeah, right over there preaching, huh? He no. needs, need, need an organ. That's what we need. <laughs> He's probably playing the organ. Uh, Sierra, Cam. Thank you, Sierra. How about you, Cam? How about you, Sierra? <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? You were guest. You were guest. So the question was, uh, this year, like, how was it for you? wasn't too different from last year. I mean, some things are still open and stuff. I feel like, you know, like when 2020 hit and I was thinking of all the stuff that I couldn't do, like travel and things, things were shut down, gym was shut down, no more fitness class, no more, you know, several things. And I was just like, man, if I knew the pandemic was going to hit, I was, I would have done this, that, and the third before, you know, lockdown began and now like it's a little less of a lockdown and I'm like still not even really doing those things it's kind of weird and I kind of feel the same way like how you mentioned it feels like something else is about to happen like we're about to be shut down again you never know I mean it's cold and flu season right now and I'm just like well I would travel mm -hmm. i would do this and that and the third but i don't want to get caught up into anything so i mean it's like i don't know living on eggshells this year just waiting for the boom 
but you know, living a little, but like not as much. We're still in these masks. I'm still like a little scared of getting sick. <laughs> But I got my shots and everything, and every time I see somebody, you know, out and about, not caring about their mask or whatever, I'm just like, well, I mean, I took my steps and I did what I had to do, and that's all I you can do. Yeah, true. How about you, man? Um, so, uh, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, you wish that you would have known things were on a lockdown so you could do the things that you wanted to do before they got shut off. And this brings a nice memory from The Office, right? Um, because the show? I, yes, from the show, The Office. One of the greatest shows of all time, by the way. Great. <clears throat> yeah. But um, Andy said that, and I think he believe, mm. I believe he said it on the last episode. That's exactly what he was about to say. He was like, I really wish I knew when the good times were. So that when I was in them, like I could really, I could have really enjoyed them for what they were at that time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, it's the same thing for me. I it's with the COVID, man. Like I wish I could have done this, that, and the <coughs> third. Cause like, how Cam had plans with his music and everything, I had plans on like getting my license and getting a car. Like that was like the plan. Like in the fall, like the, the spring, I was gonna be studying getting some practice in behind the wheel. By the summertime hit, I was going to have funds, and I was going to have me a whip, and it was just going to be golden. Nah. COVID said, nah. Have you been to the DMV since COVID? Nah. The DMV wild. (laughs) Actually, take that back. It's not even wild no more. You can't even be over there like that no more. It's actually kind of nice. It's appointments times now. Appointments. Yeah, it's kind of nice that way. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, the more I think about it, I'm like, this might be one of the good things that came out of the (laughs) pandemic. Like, like the egregious lines, and I mean... Yeah, I mean that's yeah yeah. Uh, it's it's like like twenty twenty one um twenty twenty took a lot out of me. It did. I, I don't got to go into details. We all lived it. Um, it was a real rough year for everybody and everything. Um, but one of the things is for me, like I my birthday was last year. I turned twenty nine on the twenty ninth, and. Yeah, COVID was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I had plans on having a party and everything. Yeah. But then I decided, you know what? I'm going to be mature about this. I'm going to be responsible. People would come out and support me and show me love. But yeah. if somebody were to get sick, on my behalf, me just want to throw a party, i feel guilty about it. Right. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do a party this year. And it hurt. Because, I, man, I've been having parties for my birthday since I was 18 like party parties you know what i'm saying like i like it like my parties are talked about like that's how good it is because like i i go all out for it right but it hurt because i wasn't able to celebrate it how i wanted to celebrate it right and now 2021 is here it's almost gone but it's been a real life changing year for me like i mentioned before um like i i found god in this year you know what I mean? Like, I started my walk. Um, this podcast has grown. Like, I mentioned that before. Like, I just started off the podcast with a phone and some headphones, not even a microphone. Mm-hmm. And just look at where we're sitting at right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
glory be to God. But you know, this is this is this is where we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's 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 the growth of it. Um, for me, having the idea of of wanting to to write like my first novel and taking steps and actually doing it, all the way to Lord willing, I make it to see my birthday in a couple of weeks when I turn thirty. This this year has been a lot. It's been the most and single important year of my life to date. Just for me learning things, just for me growing, and and just it's been amazing. You know what I mean? It's been, it's had its fair share of up and downs, but that's everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I'm definitely looking forward to next year. I know that we got a new COVID variant strain or whatnot, and I'm pretty sure that's probably won't even be the last strain that we run into before this whole pandemic is over. Yeah. But I like to 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 find some peace in it because my dad was talking about like it's in God's hands. That's for one, right? But also, um, what Sierra was talking about a little bit, you still gotta live. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you gotta be out here wilding, but you still gotta live. You know what I mean? Like, can't just be cooped up and you know, oh, I can't go here, I can't go out, I can't do this, I can't do that because COVID, COVID gonna catch me. Like, I get it. I get the concerns. <clears throat> but at the same time, like, life don't stop. Bills yeah. don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, life keeps going on regardless of what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's my 2021, bro. What about you? Man, uh, my 2021 has been a lot in terms of, like, I, w- I would say I'm grateful for the fact that, like, my 2021 has been, COVID has been a background thing. Like, in no way has it been, like, the forefront thing. Uh, it is just something that was like, like 2020 obviously was like, oh, whoa, pandemic influenced everything. I feel like for me, 2021 was graduated college and everything in life is starting to traject, you know, trajectory in a different way. So I'm kind of, that is, that is yeah, I appreciate that. that yeah. Is clap. yeah, no, it's just, it's just, uh, it, man, I don't know how to explain it. Basically, like, like, I feel like manhood is taking a different turn for me at this point. I'm 27. And I feel like this is the point, like where I'm starting to feel like everything. Graduating high school, getting a full time job, and doing the thing that way, like everything's starting to progress, and it's going to continue to progress uh, in a lot of different ways in the next year. And so, um, it's been a cool time of transition, and like sometimes it feels like my head is on a swivel, um, but I'm I'm grateful because honestly, like everything that's happening is like definitely like a blessing, uh, and all given from God, and I'm and I'm grateful for it. Um, but I would say like this has been like that year of just being like kind of like open-handed with everything because you realize that like like you were saying like you know god is in control um and so just letting that be be enough um has been like the most calming thing i can do for myself is just like you know what like this is crazy all of what's happening right now it's crazy i graduated college crazy i'm doing what i'm doing Cra- like like you know even doing a pod and stuff like that it's just like man we're doing a lot right now but I'm blessed and i'm grateful so that's yeah. what life has been like for the last like for this 2021 and i'm looking forward to 2022 i mean I don't want to predict nothing because you know the moment you start predicting something, you know, mm-hmm. start going for a different way. But you know, I'm I'm excited regardless because I know that God is still in control, so I'm cool. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen. So, I guess that was a little bit serious and, and a little bit a little bit heavy. You know what I mean? But we're gonna lighten up a little, a little bit. So we're gonna talk about um, one of our favorite pastimes on this podcast. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, what has been the best food that you have eaten this year? Oh, <laughs> we back. Yeah, we back. R.I.P.D. Yeah. <laughs> miss you, miss you, Darius. 
Yeah, Darius. That's no. you ate this year? What? No, no, just for Darius. So Darius isn't here because he isn't feeling well. Um, so we're wishing him all the best in his speedy recovery. He'll be back when he feels better, obviously. Um, shouts out to you, Darius, bro. Feel better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But anyway, yes. Good question. Best food I had this year. I can go first if y'all got to think about it. <laughs> Since I posed okay, the question. Yeah, go ahead. No, so uh, where do we go? Was it Longhorn Steakhouse? Oh, or was it Outback? I believe it was Longhorn. It was Longhorn. Couldn't possibly be Outback. Outback ain't that good. I listen. The steaks I don't care about. Okay, like I'm oh, okay. like for one, I'm not a real. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a snake. I'm not a steak guy. Okay. Filet mignon, I can rock with it every once in a while, but I'm not a steak person. Look, I know okay. you're like, this, you can't be my son. Look, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I get you. Okay. Because I don't drink Pepsi, and he was already like, mm, I don't know. Because that's his <laughs> drink, right? Drink is a Pepsi, and I was, was always a Sprite kid, so it's just like, mm. So now I mean not a steak person. I get you. I understand. Um, No. So they have a bomb soup. Bruh, it's a potato soup. And it, it changed my life, bro. Listen, let me tell you something. If I could sit up there, if it, if it wasn't like an expensive restaurant to be going to, and if it wasn't too far from me, I would be there every week, at least once a week, eating that soup. But it's not expensive. A soup? Bro? It's not that far. A soup? Mm. Mm. It's far from my laziness. It's, it's far from my laziness. A soup? Yes, a soup. A soup, son. It, listen, I. It's a ninety-six away. It is. It is a bus. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's bus ride away. One bus away. Yeah, it's a bus ride away. But nah, you are for that. Yeah, but I mean, like you must not have looked at that much. wild. But the bus don't stop in front of it. Like it goes to the mall, and then you got to walk across the parking lot you to the mall. Get off across the street. You you know that was a bad argument. You said you said it out loud, and that was a bad. But horrible it's argument. like a busy street. Listen, I it just stops in you front said of you said uh uh-uh, uh I gotta walk across the street. I preface for the though. for the soup that changed your life. I preface this whole, I pretense this whole thing by saying, like, it's far enough for my laziness, okay? I said that, all right? Yeah, I don't think we realized the depth of which laziness <laughs> you were speaking of. Listen. And now we know. Yes, but, no, that soup, oh, soup is good, bro. Potato soup? Yes. Longhorn wow. Steakhouse. Yes. Shout out Longhorn. Tui and McCormick. What? Tui and McCormick. That one. I'm yeah. Tui. Okay. Tui and McCormick. Tui and McCormick. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out. Shout right out. Where? Yeah, where's that right at? Where's that? What, 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 what city is that? I mean, what neighborhood is that? That's Lincolnwood. Lincolnwood? Yeah. Wow. I don't mess with Lincolnwood, bro. I went out to Lincolnwood Mall one time. Dry. Wait, what was wrong with Lincolnwood Mall, though? Nothing there. Nothing I mean, it is there. a kind of. It, yeah. it was nothing that I. Like, we went shopping and it was just like, it's dead over here. I wow. ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna hold you. I definitely bought three things, though. It was just dead, though. It was just dead. No, I get you. I ain't gonna hold you, but I feel like as we gotten older, we're gonna get back to Malls ain't what they used to be. Like it don't even with mm-hmm. online shopping and everything going on right now. It's true. Just like true, true. You know true. what I'm saying? Because like yeah. I remember, Ford City used to be the mall to go to, but before that, it was Evergreen Plaza. Okay. But once Evergreen Plaza kind of, you know, I don't know whether they shut things off or somebody deemed it not cool to be shopping there. Like it just or the explosion. No, the explosion was at Ford City. Oh, oh, we're talking about Evergreen. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, the Evergreen Plaza like it used to be the thing, and I think a lot took got a lot got taken away from it because it like they had a movie theater over there. Once they closed that movie theater down, like, that's really right. the sign of a of a bumping mall though. Like the, your mall's probably bumping if you got a movie theater in there. If you don't, it's probably cool. 
Yeah. So you got to have some real good stories like that or like some good food in there. Yeah. And, but but you're right though cuz like in the Amazon age like that like no store is really pulling people in like that. Like this is H&M or Forever 21, but you're more so like happy it's there cuz you had to go do something else or something like that. Yeah. So. For sure. Man. But back to the food. What about y'all? I got my potato soup. Dude. Man, I don't know. I feel like I had like I didn't have anything crazy this year. I was like I got in the no no I'm not that's not an answer for that question, so I'm just gonna leave it alone. No. Anybody else got an answer? Who got an answer? <laughs> I don't really have well, an answer either. Nothing's standing out. Well, I, I'm not sure. You said the best food that you've had all year. Uh, you didn't say where the origin would be, whether it's from home or from could be from anywhere. You could have made it, anywhere. you could have bought it. Yeah. Well, I guess two things. The number one, uh, I made some turnip greens with cornbread, and I had a side of sweet potato. Okay. Okay. I made that. Yeah. And I kind of surprised myself when I did it. All right, King. Okay. And um, that was the best homemade food that I've had. Now, in going out, I have to say... It was Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, I had the meatloaf, the carrots, and the stewed on, uh, apples. Okay. Said stewed oh my apples? goodness. Really? Yes. What is stewed apples? Is it apple stew? Is it like. I, no, you can't just flip the words. We did. <laughs> 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 no, is it apple stew? No, it's uh, uh, it's basically uh, apples and uh, probably some brown sugar and uh, sweetness and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 not complicated. You could uh, actually do it yourself. You know. So it's apple compote. So Excuse it's me? apple filling. Why did you just cuss at me, lady? I don't know what you just <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> apple compote. Compo- what? 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 Yeah, apple compost. What's that track? Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. But like, lost is, like, is it apple filling? Like, like, like pie, apple pie filling. I mean, I think I know that what you're was, talking about. It's like, was, like sliced it up, right? It's like sliced up like apples, and then it's like in the like kind of cooked at the bottom with like some sugar on it, like that, and like yeah, yeah, brown yeah. sugar and and just heated some, up like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But chunky. It's like pieces of apple slices. Apple slices. Yeah. Okay. Um. Compost. But yeah, that was um, for this year. I mean, Cracker Barrel. And and I hadn't been there for quite some time. Uh, I did make a journey down to um, Tennessee back in September. And uh, Cracker Barrel is usually uh, several stops along the way, you know. And down through the years, I've been to this place and uh, either had breakfast or dinner and um, it has always been uh, say like a home cooked meal if you will so that's why I say Cracker Barrel now I didn't mention steak because uh, you know you kind of surprised me right there no that's cool I I, I go to um, Longhorns and I have the flow Nine ounce flow, <sighs> mighty mighty nice. 
medium <laughs> rare. Yeah. Oh, if only Ladarius was here. Oh yeah, Ladarius loves steaks. Yeah. Oh man, y'all gonna just pay the back well, stories. You alluded to the point that I am a steak and potato guy, so but. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm I'm all with the potatoes. I'm I'm a potato king. Listen, any kind of potatoes, I'm good with. The steak part, nah. No. Man, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have not. I can't think of anything this year that blew my mind. Blew my mind. I made I made some fettuccine alfredo the other day that was pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. I just Asiago and some Parmesan with it. Um. Yeah. So that was good. That's like one of my like things. I'm trying to like get locked down. So, and like my thing is I season the chicken. Like mm-hmm. nobody really seasons the chicken. They always just throw the chicken in there like as a side piece. But you right. Throw the season the chicken in there. Right. And that's where that's where the good stuff hits. So that was really good. But I can't really say, like, I had, like, a meal this this year that was just like, oh, man, like, can't forget about that, or I got to get back to that. It was a decent year. The vision that I just had in my mind of this fettuccine Alfredo, this Alfredo that you're making from scratch. You said Asiago cheese. Did you say Parmesan? Parmesan, yeah. Oh, man. And then you said you're seasoning the chicken. Then I'm thinking, yeah. oh, what would happen if you overnight marinated some chicken? Uh, and oh, now yeah. – now I know what food porn is like. Thanks, so thank you for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the vision, it was good. I'll take it. <laughs> I know that's a compliment. I'm taking that. Man. Man. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I didn't make nothing too crazy. I mean, I made some some uh, some peach cobbler and shit. I made it twice. Okay. And apparently it was a hit. I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to have none of it, so <laughs> that's tough. You made it twice. You yeah, it no. Twice? So I made it. So I made it once for uh like the little family reunion that we do every year. Okay. Right, and then I made one because she asked me to make some. Okay. Like consistently. Okay. She's, she's like, "Yo, what about that peach cobbler though?" And I'm just like, "All right, we go to the store, buy the, buy the ingredients. I bought the ingredients. It was like it was." Sitting in the the, the, the the cabinet for probably about I don't know what two weeks. Oh, was it that long? And then she was like, "Yeah." So uh, I'm waiting on you. Exactly about this peach cobbler. So yeah, man, I I ain't do nothing too crazy. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Man, can can I can I take can I take the reins for a little, yeah, little yeah, second? Go ahead, bro, I gotta please. ask a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are his father. What was it like watching him become a tree? <laughs> like, like, and how was your pockets hurting? You're sitting there looking at him like, can you stop growing, sir? <laughs> like, you, like, oh, we just bought you pants yesterday. I got to buy you pants again. It's been three days. <laughs> <laughs> or is there any, like, prediction that, like, you knew that he was going to be that tall like that? Because I don't know. It's just. No. Well, uh, his mother is tall and I'm tall. Okay. So I suppose uh, somewhere in between that. DNA and the uh, actual results were uh, he never wanted to stop growing. (laughs) 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 But no, uh, he was a delight uh, when he was a youngster and he's even more uh, impressing me even to this day because uh, let me put it like this. I could say that as he's younger, he de- probably doesn't remember all the toys or the birthday uh, celebrations, you know, the cake and the candles and all that. Well, but 
to this day and the person that he's grown to be. And I have to say that I'm very proud of his accomplishments thus far. So even though I may have had the uh, idea that he might be a basketball player or he might have uh, did some type of sports, but he has managed to do his own thing. And I have to, like I said, I have to be proud that knowing that he has done some of those things that he wanted to do. Uh, he used to write, he used to draw a lot, let me put it like that, draw pictures. I think one of his favorite uh, pictures, or should I say toys, were the uh, Power Rangers uh, back in the day. And Shout he used out. to dry, dry, I mean, draw those pictures and actually uh, that was one of his pastimes was drawing and even before he started writing you know so to correlate that into uh, what your third book already mm. two yep. okay that's good two and um, the things that he, he has accomplished like I say it's I'm, I'm proud of him I'm proud What's of up? him Make me cry. Man, you're going to make me start crying yeah, in here, man. You call my dad after this. <laughs> man. That was, that, was, that, was my, that was my question. I was just wondering what it was like to watch you, like, grow and, like, like you know, as, as a man, but definitely physically on the other on the end, too. I'm just like, man, I'd be like, every morning, you like, good morning, son. Good, good morning, son. What you doing? <laughs> what you doing today? <laughs> man. But, no, I, d- I definitely should drink that coffee. Like once they told me coffee stunts your growth, growth yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stayed I stayed away from it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to stunt my growth. Not looking at them like, yeah, I should stunt some of that coffee. Yeah. That's definitely it. Yeah. And I might I might actually like coffee now. I would have started drinking it back then. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't think I don't think it would have been coffee because I, all I did was just put sugar in it so it tastes good. The only reason why I wanted to drink coffee is nobody because everybody said no. Wow. And that and that will tell you. It's in nature. <laughs> Everybody tell you, no, it's bad for you. you like, let me get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh. Well, uh, let me put, let me say this. And <clears throat> uh, you and I touched bases on it a little, uh, few days ago. And uh, no, it wasn't a few days. It was yesterday, wasn't it? No. Anyway, um, I had finally got to see the the podcast I don't know how I look looked up on it I think it was on Facebook or T t uh, t um, YouTube YouTube yeah and um, I was watching the the last podcast that you guys did and you was talking about relationships Mm. and I was telling him I said uh, you guys did real well right off the top of your head about it you was kind of hesitant about uh, not coming, you know, think right off your head. You was kind of uh, stumbling a little bit, but you got some things out, good things out. But what I was uh, uh, telling him, I said, you should perhaps spend a little bit more time in talking about relationships, especially in the black community, because mm. over the years, uh, uh, the black uh community and we as you know African Americans we have come a long way and but we are sort of like distant ourselves and I'm not sure if it's if it's related to 
the younger generations that's coming up now, and they have, di- of course, they have a different um, understanding of it. But you don't have that love and that togetherness that the black community used to have. Okay, it's sort of like winged out a little bit. Nowadays, you just have people just doing their own thing. Not so much as a relationship, but just living together, uh, doing this, that, and the other. You know, not really committing uh, uh, togetherness. And as far as bringing children into the world, you're not prepared for that. A lot of people are not prepared for that, especially young people today. And in talking about just relationships and what can bring uh, people back together closer, you know, as far as uh, uh, loving each other, you know, and and you, if you do have a family, you know, uh, what do you guys do, and how can you make that relationship or that marriage or whatever, how can you make it stronger, okay, and I believe if you just uh, hone in onto it a little bit more and try to come to an understanding of what it really is. The Joiners had a song back in the day, uh, I Want to Know What Love Is, mm-hmm. okay? And we have gotten, like I said, we've gotten away from what true love is mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think we just you could do a good service to just sort of like expound upon it and ask questions, you know, to other people. Bring other people, guests in. And tell you, it don't really have to be, say, relationships per se, but kind of weave that into it just a little bit, you know, weave that little uh, connection in and talk about what what it is to keep um, families together, relationships together, you know, understanding together. Because we can we can do our own thing, but if we don't incorporate that, into bringing someone else along with that ride, that relationship, that understanding, then we're going to uh, start losing even more. You know, so I just think uh, relationships uh, needs to be talked about a little bit more. I think that's a symptom of symptom of uh, bad R and B music. I think oh, we need. Man. I think we need better R and B music. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I hear, I hear all what you're saying. I'm sorry, making the joke, but no, I'm just no, like, Yo, no, no, <laughs> no, that is we don't so have real, we don't have good R and B music no more. Like nothing to bring us together like that. I was thinking when you were saying, I'm like, man, ain't nobody like, ain't no song I'm thinking that's like putting us all together and making us feel good. It's like it's, it's just it's just different now. It's just yeah. yeah. Well, they used to make songs, you know, that it was always uh, togetherness in it. It was yeah. something about you know you and I. You know, we were made for each other, so forth and so on. But nowadays, you know, I and I don't have no disrespect to the youth today, you know, as far as their music. I mean, it's their time, true. But what is it benefiting your brother, your sister, your younger brother, your younger sister? What is it benefiting, really? They're not uh, the only thing they understand is the B word, the M word, and so forth and so on. You know, yeah. it's nothing about the L. Okay, it's nothing about the tea, togetherness. Okay, so you you can do your music. That's fine. E- even even religious music now. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, 
it, you, you have, uh, well, I can relate to Jesus, I mean, you know, God or whatever, mm -hmm. in my own way, okay? I do it my own way. You know, I'm not traditionalist, and I'm not, uh, I, I praise him like I want to praise him, so forth and so on, and how I want to. Um, but what are you actually doing in light of, like I say, the music that you have today, mm -hmm. you know, as far as the the the, uh, the rap music and uh, the words that's coming out of there is is uh, you know putting women down and and so forth and so on and badgering this that and the other, and I just think it's just a disrespect, you know, for the uh, whole black community really in some of that music, you know. Mm. But, um, and I know, I think it can be better. It can be better. But like you say, you alluded to, uh, back in the day, I mean, songs meant something, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, oh, for the uh, old days, I wish. I, I think uh, what you were talking about as far as, like, relationships and, you know, us expounding on it and everything, I think what it is is that there's a lot of things that we've learned over the years and what we've learned and what society has taught us or deemed cool or acceptable mm -hmm. is what you hear in the music nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I think it's both though. Mm -hmm. Like I think maybe even music pushes it, right? Where it's like, yeah, what's maybe maybe was it maybe it's it's cultural acceptance and then makes the music, but I also think the music makes things cultural acceptance as well. You know what I'm saying? Life like, imitates art. That, but also like, I think music has such a power that it can it can it can push things like it can push agendas and it can push like things a certain way, right? Like mm -hmm. I don't think like it's influential. If it's influential, that's what I'll and that's and I'll and I'll, and I won't make a like yeah, it's influential. I think that certain things can't happen if music isn't also a part of it going through pushing forward and stuff like that, right? Like, yeah. I agree. Yeah, so. I agree. I, it's, it's with music and, and it's a lot of things, like I said, like it's it's things that society has deemed cool and everything. It's the music that's, that's, that's out and everything and it's, I don't, don't want to say condition, but it's it's made us comfortable with being how we are. Not saying us, but you know us in general. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's making us more comfortable where we are. Well, we can just make a song about the great woman, and you know, it's cheered on, mm -hmm. and like even some women, you know, singing lyrics, like you know, by heart. You know what I'm saying? The same thing, and not. I mean, they know, but they don't care that you know. It's, gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's just things that we just gotta un unlearn. Um, and. If we do that, if we take steps into doing that, I think we start to see change with that. Because uh, relationships, especially relationships in the black community, uh, that's it is important. You know what I mean? It's it's mad important. Um, and like you said, like we need to have that that love. We need to have that togetherness. Cause man, where we at right now with it is is scary. You know. Cause like I'll just be looking online at like the single people tweet and Facebook statuses about you know what they laughing about, what they the, the predicaments they get themselves in and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh wow, yeah, y'all are wilding out <laughs> here. Like it is a wild, wild west right now. <laughs> yeah, 
like people are doing all kinds of things. Oh yeah. Like and but they operating out of a deficit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like oh like. And I'm not gonna do the traditional oh it's, you know a father's not there or something like that. But like some people you know. Don't have that example. Yeah, they don't have that example. They don't have like uh. They don't. They they never had the love at home. Mm-hmm. So they get what they think is love from online and attention and things like that, but that's not really serving. It's, it's like a Band-Aid. Like, yeah, it makes me feel good that you liking my posts or, you know, you jumping in my DMs and stuff like that. It makes me feel important and feel like you feel loved, but that's not that's not love. But if you don't know what love is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go with what feels comfortable to you. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so speaking of how music is super influential to what young folks and even like older kind of folks, middle aged to younger, um, trickle down. Mm-hmm. Who is the true tastemaker? Like, who decided that like singing about love wasn't cool? Because there are artists that do sing about love and the good parts of love, but like they're not brought to mainstream radio or whatever. Like, so like. Who is the real chase maker? Who made? I think who's the chase makers? Money. Money. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. Money for sure. I think it's also the cool kid syndrome, right? I like mm-hmm. to. I like to think of it as that. And the cool kid syndrome is how you were in high school, or elementary school, or even in college, where the cool kids seem to always get away with a lot or say a lot and like whatever they did that was the culture that was what was accepted that was what was you know what i'm saying that was what was considered cool and so for a lot of people who aren't cool but they want to be accepted it's like all right well if you say that that's cool then i'm gonna rock with you because you yourself are cool you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying that's for everybody but that's what a lot of it is you know what i'm saying because um, if you had somebody like, let's take Drake for example, right? Mm-hmm. Biggest artist out right now. If Drake start, if Drake just changed, and he started doing uh, just straight Christian music, right? Yeah. Gave his life over to God and everything was you actually saw. The, I'm not talking about like Kanye, but like you actually saw like the actions and everything. Sure. Gave up just making straight gospel music. Okay. Do you think? that everybody is going to start transferring to gospel music or do you think that it's just going to be like all right well you had your run that's cool i think you'd be surprised at how many people would right but i don't think everybody would i think that's just that's just not natural mm-hmm. it's going to happen that way um no no i don't i mean i was i was thinking about that whole music being influential thing and my my thing was i realized something was that like I don't think the LGBTQ movement makes it to where it is today without songs like uh, Mac the Macklemore song like what is that like uh, I can't change uh, I can't change even if I try even if I wanted to songs like that or songs like Lady Gaga Born This Way mm-hmm. like I don't think that that stuff ever gets to like the mainstream or gets to stuff like that like in in, in transforms and like in like transforms like society in some certain ways like that without songs like that to be like the anthems of, of these these changes right. Um, in the same way that there was like anthems in like the civil rights movement that were things that pushed things a certain way, you know what I mean? Because uh, it makes it more digestible for people and be able to push things forward. Uh, so I think there's this thing about an art being artists that we have a responsibility 
um, and in a society that increasingly tells us that we're individualistic, uh, we'll continue to see different messages put out there and everybody's truth being universal truth uh, until everybody's kind of confused looking at each other like nobody can be right. So that's kind of where I'm at with all of that. I got a question. Okay. okay. It'd be so the last question because we got to, because Cam got to go. Oh. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, staying on the theme of love and couples and relationships. Wow. Okay, so I, what I want to know is, Okay, Cam, you're kind of still in a like new relationship. Would you say your relationship is still new? No, I don't it's know. Like in a I don't know. It's in that. It's that. It's in that weird medium, is right? It it's that like medium rare. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's like it's hard to explain because it's like it's like not new because we've been friends for so long, but it's like also new because ah, like right. we're both sitting there like looking at each other like, are we really still doing this? It's kind of crazy. So like, yeah. Okay. Um, so go ahead and answer your question. Ask your question though. Round table. I'm gonna start with Cam. Okay. Okay. So what is one thing that your partner has? maybe said or said or just proclaimed or taught you that like stuck with you something that she's taught me that's like what do you mean like the like like something she like explain explain give me give me an example um, please a more hmm, how do i say this como se dice um uh, <laughs> i don't speak spanish <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, well, I guess I could go first. Like, yeah, um, go ahead. my example is, I don't know, when you get in like some deep relationship talk or whatever, every now and then Fred and I have like mm -hmm. these talks where we get in depth with each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, he brought up grace and having grace with each other is really important. And ever since he said that, like it really stuck with me because I do have like this habit of when you have big expectations of like your significant other or your friend or anybody really like you can be harder on them or expect them to be perfect or be a little bit agitated because it's just like okay you're you're being this but I know you could be way better than this but like you have to have grace with your significant other and yeah. allow them to make certain mistakes without you like blowing up or getting extra agitated because nobody's perfect and I constantly have to like remind myself of that like we are humans and once he broke down grace I was just like grace oh I can get it now yeah so something like that okay I'll, on, on that kind of extension I'll say this I we had a conversation um and life has been amazing but we're both going through a lot of life change right now and I think for the longest time I felt like I was the one going through the most change Mm -hmm. And then once we started to talk more, she kind of expressed how she, where she was at. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're kind of going through exponentially more change than I'm going through. But I've been so busy thinking about my own change this whole time that I can't even that I say things about how things are changing from like that. And I'm stressing you out because you are seeing seeing all the stuff I'm doing and you got your own stuff going on. And since we're trying to do this together, it just feels it's just a lot for you. Right. Not overwhelmed to the fact of like, you know, but just to the fact of like looking at it and being like, hey, like, like. Basically, like, if I start to talk about, like, changing jobs and wanting to move and stuff like that, right, then she's, like, you know, like, and for the longest time, it's just been, like, oh, it's just me and Cam dreaming and thinking it's doing its own thing, right? And now it's, like, oh, now I'm dreaming and thinking, and, like, that includes you now, and you feel a part of that. So when I say it out loud, then that, like, like you can you were considering that as part of something for you as well. And on the back end of that, you have all your other stuff that you got to process and figure out yourself. So I'm overloading you, thinking that I'm the one going through all this stuff. And you're going through a lot of stuff too, t plus trying to somewhat manage the stuff that I'm throwing at you as well. And I think it just taught me about perspective because I think for the longest time I value perspective 
and I always thought that like if I'm honest like my pride says like I'm the I'm the best at seeing perspective of everybody else around me at that and really understanding that um and that humbled me it was like dang huh like even when I think I know I don't so even that even that, on that note of like grace and things like that it's like oh like like I had to continue to remind myself to be humble and understand that like you know I don't know what the person next to me is really going through no matter how close I am with them like that like I can try and I can empathize as much as I can but like trying to but trying to, to knowing thinking I fully understand is probably not that feasible but loving them through and like and like being present and being what I can be for that moment is what's important if that makes sense does that make sense clutch perspective cool. is a good one too yeah um, dad share some wisdom with us <laughs> well although right at the moment I'm not in a relationship but I have been in relationships of course um and if I could impart on just just a phrase and if you can uh, uh, think outside the box if you will uh, it used to be a phrase that you get what you pay for okay in your relationships whatever you put into your relationship is basically what you're going to get out of it if you're cheap to your relationship then it's going to be a cheap relationship but I would say if you are able <coughs> to find whatever there is uh, to somehow spark or somehow to uh, let the other person know that you care about them, then the relationship will go far. But if you take a one-sidedness or if you're selfish and that you all only want to say, uh, do things for yourself, you know, um, then that relationship is not going to last. So I say what you put into your relationship is what you're going to get out of it. And I don't mean money because I'm saying if, if you can find uh, if you can find a card, you can find a word, you can find a phrase, you can find whatever it is that you want to impart upon your partner, okay, to let them know that you care for them, care about them, and just don't let it be one-sided, you know. But uh, you get what you pay for. Okay? All right. That's nice. Um, for me, what I learned uh, is something really early on in my relationship, because I was still in high school at the time. Uh, and we had, we had some conversation. I don't even know what it was about. But essentially... It was Sierra telling me that I'm not better than anybody, mm. right? Because up until that point, I thought I was better than people. Mm-hmm. Not like in a cocky way, like, you know, oh, I have more money than you or something like that. Yeah. But I was getting, what I was getting mixed up was I'm different than. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you're younger, a lot of times you can look at yourself and be like, yo, I'm different than you, so that means I'm better than you. Yeah. No, it just means that you're different than. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she taught me, she was like, yo, like, how are you walking around like, you know what I'm saying, you almighty and you this and you that, like, you're not better than nobody. Mm. And it's something that I should have known. Yeah. But it's something about actually hearing words out loud that once you hear it or once you say it, then things begin to click and it's just like, yeah, I'm I'm not better than anybody. 
why would I? Why did I think this for so long? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because coming from where I'm coming from, bro, like, I I I grew up in the hood. You know what I mean? And I'm around all of these type of people. You know, like they not reading, they not using common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like they out here making dumb decisions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the while, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And in my head, I'm just like, yo, I'm better than you. Yeah. Without realizing, like, no, I'm just different. Like, I'm making different choices than you are. You know what I'm saying? We all still the same. Like, I make mistakes, you make mistakes. Ain't nobody perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't have no ground to stand on. You know what I mean? But to be able to sit there and just think about that, of what she taught me, and, like, I've been, that stuck with me forever. Like, I turned that whole idea around and now I'm humble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some people even say I'm too humble. It's like, yo, like I don't even want to go down that route, especially with like the 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 blessings and the level of success that I've obtained these last few years. Like I want to be extra humble. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want to get big-headed and think like, "Oh, well, I did this and I did that." Would you say you're the most humble person you know? That's See, a trap. Yeah, it is a trap. Don't answer no, that no, question. No, 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 no. That, that I was is like, a trap. I was like, you started thinking too hard, bro. That's a trap. No, don't fall for I, it. No, 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 no. Because I thought about it for like a split second. I'm like, this this feels like a setup. It, it, it was definitely it, a setup. It, it, it feels like a setup. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's, I, I said, man, like, I, I just, like, when people say, oh, good job, or you did this, or you have, like, nah, man, like, it's all God. Or, you know, teamwork makes a dream work. Like, no, nah, like, it was a collaborative yeah. effort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be taking no credit for it. It's just like, no, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want. I want to share it because I don't ever want to be in that space again where I think that I'm better than people because I'm not. Yeah. And nobody's better than anybody. You're different than, but you're not better than. Yeah. No. So, that's a good question. That was a good question. Very good question. Uh, word. Word. So, um, we are about to wrap up here, um, ladies and gentlemen. Episode fifty something fifty. Seven, I don't know. Man. Stop trying to count the episodes, bro. We never no, gonna get it. We never gonna get it never until we get to the sixties. When we get to the sixties, I'm, I'm gonna try to make it my mission to to know what episode we on. But um, for our guest, uh, Dad Sierra, do you have any closing remarks that y'all wanna, you know? Well, I am humbled for the fact that uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be in your presence because. Uh, even on short notice, I was excited uh, to receive the inv- invitation, and I've enjoyed myself, and I hope that I have imparted just a little bit of knowledge or information that may help you to understand the world just a little bit better. Yeah, appreciate that. It's like take your dad to work day. Yo, I'm dev- <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I'm bringing my pops up here, bro. Man. <laughs> That's going to be a hoot. A hoot. Sierra, <laughs> <laughs> so you got anything? Um, look at you guys. Look at how far you have come. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Being in a, a room, recording, being hot, trying to trying to think of, man, if we want it to sound good, I mean, we can't have the air running. But if we want to live, oh, we got to have the air running. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, uh, right. which one we want? But yeah, now we're right. here, man. It's all, it's all thanks to God, man. God, God had all of this in the works and plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm just I'm I'm extremely grateful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm extremely grateful. So, to so my right, immediate right, Dad, 
the center stage, Sierra, to the person that you probably can't see on camera. You see the finger, though. You can. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Reset the Vibe Podcast. Yeah. Take care of one another. Love one another. And as always, come on. Come on. Peace. <laughs>